Welcome to EQ2 LFG, the unofficial EverQuest 2 podcast where we take a look at the world of Norath from the player's perspective. News and updates, strats and secrets, bugs and bonuses. It's all right here, right now. Welcome back to EQ2 LFG. Thanks for joining us on our third episode. I'm Trin and I'm here with Marina. And today we're going to talk about some bugs and bonuses as well as some personal experiences. Okay, we've had some people ask about what characters we play and what we do on the server. By no means are Marina and I these elitist, hardcore people. (laughs) We're regular players. We do some crafting. We do some decorating. We group. We solo. We do key quests. We love to just do regular quests. We also raid. I wouldn't consider us hardcore raiders, but we do enjoy progression and we work pretty hard on our characters. So if we don't know something, we go look it up and we have a lot of people who ask us questions and need some guidance. We're not here to tell you that we know everything, but we definitely will find out the answer. So if you do have any questions, feel free to get a hold of us. My main character is a Templar. I do raid with her. Her name is Trinity. Uh, I've had her for 12 years and I've been in, I think, two or three different uh, three or four different guilds. She's my favorite. She's the one I've I've known for the longest time and I have the most fondness for. My first alt would be my paladin. I am still learning the whole tank aspect of the game. I've only been a, a tank on her for about a year and a half. My next favorite tune would be my troubadour. Her name is Trin and all of my tunes are on the Majdul server. My troubadour does raid a little bit. We She just started raiding with a specific guild. They didn't require me to change guilds, so that was nice. But I just raid on Saturday nights with her. And I do record all of my raiding, and it is up on the website, the media tab. So if you ever wanted to stop by and check that out, it's on the on a YouTube channel. But we have that linked on eq2lfg.com. I am an altaholic. I, I will freely admit that I have a problem. I probably should get into the 12-step program. Um, I currently raid with my dirge, Delente. I've had her since Kunark came out. I, I created her. I also have a defiler that I raided quite extensively with on her. Plenty up. She's not raiding right now. This expansion has really slowed down a lot of us that really like our alts in that there's just so much to accomplish that we just can't. Some girls are going to get neglected, my poor girls. I do raid on my coercer as a filler. That's Briarthorn, and I've raided with her for a few years. I also have a Templar that I've raided with, and um, she's kind of in semi-retirement, but I really like her, but there's no place for her. Um, I have a Troubadour that I raided with. I have a Warden that I raided with. I do not do the tank thing. I don't want that pressure. I don't want that responsibility. I don't want people telling me I suck as a tank. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It is a lot of pressure. I'm not going to lie. And and I'm not at all this great tank, but I have an excellent tank mentor, Steel, which we're going to try to get him on the show at some point. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I I have a lot of respect for people who tank raid. There's a lot to it. I've healed a lot of tanks that raid, and so I know that there's more to it than just standing there and poking them with the sharp end of your stick. But yeah, we all have our alts and stuff. I've been at this since 1999 with EverQuest 1, and moving forward, 2004, I came into EverQuest 2, and so all my girls are pretty well established. All right, now we're going to talk about the last couple of updates and patch notes. You can find the patch notes on everquest2.com. The one in February that they did, the last one, they did fix those Ascension combos, which 
is awesome because if you use ACT, now ACT is a parse. We'll have to explain in another episode parsing and how to use parses and all the triggers and everything else that you can do with that. But ACT is another program that you can run behind EverQuest 2 to get a lot of extra information. And you can create triggers in ACT. And I just happen to have a couple of triggers for the Ascension combos and they work now, which is wonderful because it tells you when to cast which spells in accordance with the other players that you're playing with and their ascensions. And so there are ascension spells that complement one another, if you will, and give you bonuses. So if you cast them at the same time, they create these combos, almost like the old school heroic opportunities. And they do significant damage when you get the combos going. Yes, they do. All right, another part of that update was the primary and swarm pets now share 20% of the caster's DPS stats and 100% of the caster's strike through. Now, I don't have any tunes that use swarm pets, but from the feedback that I've gotten, especially for tanks that have any kind of pet, that strike through is a bonus for them. Yeah, I've seen on some of the people that run swarm pets and stuff, pretty significant jump in their in their damage output. It wasn't a nerf, it was actually a, a benefit. Uh, one of the bonuses was <laughs> the cute little key quest, Geobotany, that you get from the Nysalona, and it goes through the Nysalona Gardens. It no longer spams those updates when you get the little crystal dust. You, used to, you have to get 100 pieces of crystal dust. As you're clicking them, they don't individually update because that was a, a terrible spam. The mad clicking, you, you, you have to have mad clicking skills to get all these little crystal dusts. Not only are you clicking, but your screen is filled with you have collected, you have collected. And you get this little text going across your screen as, as far as not in text, but across your video screen, you get that spam as well that you have collected. You're seeing that, you know, narrative going across your screen, not only in your chat window, but in your regular window. And so that disappearing was miraculous. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, devs, if you're listening, we thank you. We appreciate the little things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the last one that we thought was relevant from February was they did reduce the hit points on the public quest named, which was good because at some point I think they boosted them. It seemed like it was taking forever to kill those things. And the quest that's associated gives you, gives you like an hour and a half, and there's no real reason to stay out there when you've got everybody who can fit into a zone crammed into that zone trying to kill that named, and it shouldn't really take an hour and a half. So we were very thankful that they reduced the hit points on those names as well. Yes, that made it nice. Sitting there and going 30 minutes trying to take a mob down that should only take about 10 was frustrating. A lot of people stopped doing them for a while. Yes. So as of March 7th, surprise, surprise, we zoned in or logged in and zoned to pick up our scrolls and boom, five extra scrolls per week. It actually works out every six days and 22 hours. If you're pretty hardcore, you can log in at that six day, 22 hour mark and get your next set of five. And I now see this is the thing I don't know. And I have to ask is when you're working on your second ascension, you get two scrolls instead of one when you when you go in and collect a scroll. Do they get five scrolls or do they get ten? So it doesn't actually work that way. I'm kind of glad you brought that up. You don't get two scrolls. You zone in and you get one scroll, but that one scroll is worth 1.1 million instead of five or 600,000, depending on if you're a subscribing member. If you're a gold member, you get your scroll is worth 600,000. If you're not a member, I believe it's only worth 500,000. So that was the, the old way. Once you hit 
ascension level 10 and you start working on a second ascension, then you get a scroll that's worth 1.1 million. Cool. So it's not quite doubled because doubled would be 1.2, but it's the 500 and the 600 together in one scroll. Nice. And on top of that, once you've hit your level 10, instead of 20,000 experience an hour, it bumps up to 40,000. So you're gaining that experience, that sort of vitality type experience. Uh, that also doubles. That's nice to know. I haven't reached Ascension level 10 yet on my girl. Um, I've <laughs> kind of been slacking a little bit, but um, I've well, heard everybody else talking about it. It actually puts a lot of pressure on you to try to like burn all that experience off as quick as possible. <laughs> I'm working on three different tunes now. One of them has Ascension level 10. The other one's probably going to be 10 next week. And then I've got one that's only like seven. And they just gain so much Ascension so fast and the scroll so fast. I don't have time. I mean, you know, I have a real job and yeah. stuff. So I go out and when you have things in life that are going on and you can't be on the game 24-7, all that builds up. So you come back and you're like, oh, I've got to grind my little face off. I've got to do so much. How, do, is, I burn, yeah. how do I burn off this experience? Now, does that lead us into the big bug, the big boo? Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> Time for the bugs in Bugs and Bonuses. So it is a blessing and a curse, this whole ascension process. So yep. what they did as of March 7th, along with these wonderful extra five scrolls per week, which we are very thankful for, they bugged out some of our old contested zones. Boo. What they did was they nerfed the XP in those contested zones because people were going into places like Ossuary and Broken Skull and uh, Kralit Penumbra and I... I can't deny I was one of them. And they would go in and burn, 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 burn all that ascension off because it went really fast. I think one day I probably burned 14 million ascension total. That's, you know, using scrolls and such in less than two hours. So it was a quick burn and it was it was wonderful when you've got all that stuff built up. But they've nerfed that since then. And it, it actually specifically reads that they added bonus experience multipliers for defeating encounters in all Kunark ascending zones. Removed bonus experience multipliers for defeating encounters from all previous expansion zones. So they bugged it to where you're not gonna get experience multipliers from any zone that's not in the Kunark Ascension. Yeah, that's a big boo. <laughs> yeah, that's our bug for the week. <laughs> that, that's a big one because, like, Trin, she, she works, so she has the weekends where she can take and burn off all this experience, and she can't now, she's not going to be able to burn it off because unless she gets into heroic zones where they have the big bonus, bonus modifier for killing the final mob, or she goes in and she just grinds the solo and advanced solos because they've taken all the experience modifiers out of all the previous zones. That's very heartbreaking for me. That's going to put those of us that are slower on gaining our ascension experience, that's going to put us further behind the eight ball. That's boo. Yeah, a little bit. Now, the bonus that they did to add to that, to sort of make up for that, what we'll call a bug. The bonus is they did reduce the lockout timers. So the lockout timer on the Challenge Heroic is down to three hours. The lockout timer for all the Kunark Ascending Heroic, Event Heroic, and Advanced Solos is down to 90 minutes. It used to be six hours. Now it's 90 minutes. So that helps. That's our bonus. <laughs> that kind of makes yeah. up makes up for the nerfed contested zones. 
Yeah, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, right? Absolutely. I want to try and do, I haven't done that ship key quest yet. I love doing that oh. ship. And if I can do the ship, anybody can do the ship. Trust me, because I hate freaking heights. You see me in yeah. that stupid realm of despair, that yep. bridge. I cannot cross that bridge. <laughs> yep. I be, this is, sounds so stupid, but I become petrified. I just, I stand at the edge of that bridge. My fear of heights is so bad. It really is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm not afraid of most anything, but that height thing is what gets me. And so I literally stand there on the edge of that bridge. Dogmeister, don't tell anybody, but Dogmeister is the one that pulls me over all the time. Aw. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I just, I cannot cross I was, that. And I was just thinking, I'm going to put this cute little story into our podcast, and now I can't because... Everybody will know that Dogmeister pulls you across. Go ahead and put Dogmeister out there. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I'll just let him know he's been mentioned. But, yeah, I the the whole high thing, if there was, like, bumper guards on the side of that bridge and it was a <laughs> solid bridge, there was a, there was a zone <laughs> that had Rowan Thier in it. And to get to Rowan Thier's pedestal where we had to fight him was an invisible bridge. I remember, the, yep. That vast expanse of nothing. Oh my God! Trying to get across it, I would I would put myself on auto run, and close my eyes, and then open them up at the you know when I thought I was across, maybe about halfway across the board by then. But <laughs> but yeah, the the whole because to me because I have such good graphics, the depth perception is such that I I cannot cross high spaces with nothing underneath. <laughs> You're not going to like that first mob in, oh gosh, I forget the the name of the zone right now, but it's in, it's in the Cly, it's the Ritual Chamber, and <laughs> I think it's the first, the first mob in Ritual Chamber, and it's that sort of skeleton heads that come up out of this The this, Bizola mob, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. if you're doing the heroic version of that, Hello. Yes. Have you done it? Yes, I know. Yeah. (laughs) You will get ported into this hole and you just fall and fall and fall and fall and fall. Hello. (laughs) And yeah, this is Marina's nightmare right here. (laughs) That, that that, That is a whatever dev developed that one. I need to take a sharp stick to his backside and just give him a couple of whacks because, Oh my God, that's horrible. That's horrible for those of us that have a fear of falling and a fear of heights. That's the two right there. Done. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) And then, then what is the, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Vadenmore. Vadenmore. Yeah. Maidenmore is another one where they've got those bridges that are mostly translucent. So if you if you have a phobia of heights, then you're going to have a hard time with that one too. The other thing is, is when you're running through there, you have to be careful that when you're going through those portals that you stop on that portal pad. Because if you don't, you'll run right over the edge and it's not fun. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. No, there there are some things I think these devs are kind of twisted somewhere along the way because they do these things that are just, no, no. no. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for stopping by and join us next time where we're going to have a very special guest and we're also going to discuss key quests. You can find us at eq2lfg.com. We are on Twitter. 
you can check out our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Thanks a lot.